0: Almost here, around the corner of technology. And today I'm speaking with one of the founders of RSK.co. Um, they're working on a blockchain-related protocol that I'm going to let uh, Gabriel, who I'm speaking to, explain. He's one of the co-founders. Uh, welcome, Gabriel. How are you doing? Very
1: well. Thank you very much, uh, Rich, for the invite. A pleasure to be here in your uh, podcast.
0: Yeah, and you know, I apologize. I'm not highly technical. I know a bit but um, would you mind giving a brief rundown of what rsk does and then we'll go into your background and go into some questions from there absolutely
1: so rsk is the first turing complete uh, blockchain technology that allows to program smart contracts supported
0: by the bitcoin blockchain security network Hmm. so until now ethereum was the network that you know could support smart contracts, but you're saying a uh, Bitcoin blockchain will be able to uh, support smart contracts and have a layer on top of it?
1: Yes, exactly, that's the idea. Um, we wow. we really like what, the... say that again?
0: Oh, I said that's great, go ahead. Um,
1: so yeah, the um, we really uh, like what the Ethereum team has, has done, has achieved so far. Um uh, we believe that you know smart contracts will be the future and will transform our current financial system. uh There are a few things that we thought could be improved from the ethereum idea uh you know the the ethereum protocol basically created a new network uh of miners and and we thought there was no point in reinventing the wheel where we had available you know the most powerful. Uh, hashing network in in the planet was the the Bitcoin blockchain. So basically, right. we took um, the the Ethereum virtual machine, uh, improved improved it significantly with uh, several improvements that I we can go into detail uh, afterwards, uh, and basically put it as a side chain of the Bitcoin blockchain. So we have the same. Uh, you know, flexibility and potential of a Turing-complete smart contract platform, uh, with the security and the robustness of the Bitcoin blockchain and the network of Bitcoin miners behind it. Hmm.
0: So, what does it mean? It's a um, <clears throat> it's a side chain. Does it, it anchor just once into the Bitcoin blockchain, mm-hmm. or does it return to anchor several times? I mean, what does it look like if you could draw it out?
1: Yeah. So basically, you know, when, when you run a contract in Ethereum, you use Ether as fuel, right? Uh, but we thought there was no point in creating a new creating a new tradable coin uh, when we could use the most uh, broadly used and, and secure uh, cryptocurrency in the planet, which was uh, and which is Bitcoin. So basically, by having RSK as a side chain of uh, the Bitcoin blockchain, what we're doing is using Bitcoin as fuel. So the, the way uh, the two-way peg works, which is a general way of calling the, the sidechain, is that you have a specific Bitcoin account where you send your Bitcoin and you receive the exact amount in smart Bitcoins on a specific account on the RSK blockchain. Then you use those smart bitcoins to pay the, Bit- the RSK miners for their service and to run your smart contracts. And then whenever the miners want to cash them back, they send those smart bitcoins back to the peg and unleash or unlock the bitcoins that were locked in the first place. So that's how the, the two-way peg works. And, and, and the basic idea is that we are using bitcoin uh, to fuel the smart contracts and for that specific reason we have so much support from the bitcoin ecosystem because we're bringing the you know, value potential of all the future use cases of smart contracts on top mm-hmm. of the bitcoin network
0: how come you didn't um go with ethereum it seems like everyone seems to be favoring ethereum for smart contracts did you feel like the Bitcoin network's a lot more robust or, you know, what are a couple of the reasons? Well, you know, we,
1: from day one as entrepreneurs, we were very uh, clear, we had a very clear idea that, you know, we wanted to promote uh, financial inclusion and we wanted this technology to really transform our financial system and our society. Uh, You know that in the emerging markets, uh, for instance, in Latin America, the percentage of unbanked population is over
0: 60%. Wow. So,
1: you know, we feel compelled to really change that reality, and we believe this technology could make that happen. So, when we started working and analyzing potential real use cases, uh, we thought that, you know, those use cases could not scale in Ethereum because the hashing network and, and and the network of miners that ethereum has will never be as robust in order to support uh you know 100 million dollar um micro lending program uh, right. and and also we do not believe that it makes sense at this stage to move into another uh consensus mechanism such as uh, proof of stake that has never been proven and that you know, it's very hard to to believe for us that, you know, a bank in the future will base its technology, its core banking system on a platform that is proof of stake and they could change hands overnight. So, you know, mm-hmm. we, we thought as we were committed to the real use cases and to transform our society through smart contracts and, and you know, micro lending, that we needed to base this technology on the most robust network, and, and definitely the Bitcoin uh, network is, is the most robust in the ecosystem.
0: It makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Can Can you tell listeners a little bit about your background and how you got into you know doing all this? Yeah. So this is uh,
1: one of the interesting features about the the RSK team. We have a pretty unique uh, group of founders uh which is very uh diverse and uh, very complementary at the same time so my background is on finance i've been doing corporate finance and private equity all my life i'm an economist i have more than uh 12 years of experience in the financial uh, market and when i got across bitcoin in 2013 it just blew my mind and since then i stopped doing everything i was doing and i just you know got completely involved in in the Bitcoin ecosystem, not only on, you know, developing business use cases and the RSK platform, but also on the non-for-profit side, working on on the Latin American Bitcoin and blockchain NGOs to promote, uh, you know, the the use and and spread the the knowledge of this technology across the region. Um, And that really complements the the experience and the knowledge of the other co-founders, uh, among which are Sergio Lerner, who is, as I said uh, before, uh, a security auditor. He was security auditor of Ethereum and, uh, you know, security consultant of the Bitcoin Foundation, and also uh, Diego Gutierrez Aldiva, who is actually the president of the Latin American Bitcoin
0: uh, NGO. Okay. So yeah, you have an interesting background, you know, corporate finance and economics. So I, I just like to ask you some questions about Bitcoin in general. Um, what do you think's going to happen yeah, with the bit then? Yeah, what, what yeah, do you think ahead. is going to happen with uh with the Bitcoin network in 2017 and then, you know, maybe 5 years out? What are some of the um use cases you think that will come, you know, to the forefront and um you think there'll be widespread adoption of Bitcoin in its current form
1: Yes, so I would like to to differentiate uh, you know Bitcoin as a currency and and the bitcoin blockchain as a technology. I think mm. uh, there's a huge potential for both of them and as, and I expect them to to move ahead and 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 develop uh, in pretty interesting ways in the next uh, years. Um, So first of all, talking about Bitcoin as a currency, I see a huge potential uh, as a store of value. I I believe people will start to understand the value of having uh, digital scarcity and having an asset class, a new asset class, that basically its price is uh, worth based on global demand that is not linked to any particular government or fiscal deficit, and, you know, whenever we have the next crisis, uh, I expect, uh, you know, the flight to quality uh, to become a little bit more sophisticated and value the potential of of Bitcoin as, uh, you know, uh, an asset class, a new asset class that has negative correlations with the rest of the asset classes that we have in the world, except by, you know, gold. But this could definitely take a position as as gold 2.0 in the future. Um okay. this is bitcoin as a currency then on 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 the blockchain technology, I think we are in a turning point in the ecosystem where all the banks are starting to understand uh the correlation between you know the the private blockchains versus the the public blockchains and and the okay. internet and and the intranet. you know, where uh, in the same way that the public internet, with all the innovation of the planet, was the um, the one that ended up, you know, taking over all the other private intranets that we saw in the United, uh, the same thing is starting to happen on the blockchain ecosystem. There was a lot of hype last year among private blockchains, and and now with with RSK and and other technologies, I. I believe that people will start to understand that in the same way that banks are doing very secure uh, home banking business on the public internet, we'll be able to have extremely secure solutions for corporate um, institutions
0: on the public blockchain. Do you you see any problem with um, the possible separation or the dual use of Bitcoin as a currency and a store of value, and Bitcoin, the blockchain portion of it, the technology?
1: No, I think they're complete, uh, completely complementary. Um, you know, an RSK, given the fact that we have uh, merged mining, uh, is the same network of miners that are going to receiving fees from Bitcoin as a currency. and from RSK on the smart contract use cases, which overall will create you know an, an increasing revenue stream for the miners and will make the, the Bitcoin network even stronger and more secure. And this will create a you know, virtuous cycle uh, where both use, different use cases of the Bitcoin technology will contribute to each other and, and make the, the network
0: even stronger. So what do you think Bitcoin and the Bitcoin blockchain will look like in five, maybe even 10 years? You know, I know it's, even that's probably way out, but what's your guess?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, look, it, it's very hard to predict, you know, and I think it, we, we have uh, the lack of uh, living this very exciting uh, piece of history where, you know, we're not only witnessing what's going to happen, but, you know, we have the chance to, to build it. And I'm saying, you know, you, me, and everybody else listening to this podcast, uh, we are all together creating a new year of the Internet. It, uh, the Internet value is just at its uh, beginning. And, right. you know, whether we're going to be able to, to build a more fair and equal financial system with this technology, it's uh, it's on all of us. No, we need to build it together. Uh, having said that, in in five to ten years, I expect you know central banks to start using Bitcoin as a store of value in, in their hmm. you know to back their their, their own currencies. Um, I, I think they'll understand the value of this uh, you know synthetic digital commodity. Uh, that is demanded by you know individuals all across the world. Um, I expect central banks to develop their own cryptocurrencies, and actually we're working with some of them uh, to help them develop you know smart contracts uh, or, or you know fiat pegged cryptocurrencies with smart contract capabilities. Um, and I expect blockchain technology plus smart contracts uh you know transforming several several different um, industries I expect to have a huge impact on international trade uh, I expect to have a huge impact on equities uh, exchange and issuing I if you ask me I don't understand why in the future you will have to choose where to do your IPO in China in, in New York or in Latin America or Europe, where you could just IPO your company on the blockchain. Uh, And of course, you know, it will definitely transform uh, the the initial use cases that we already started to see on on e-commerce and remittances, which, uh, you know, will make uh, a commodity the international exchange of money Which will bring a lot of value back to the users. It's, uh, 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 you know, you're aware, but you know, the poor families of the world are the ones that pay higher fees in order to send remittances back to their families for food and shelter. With blockchain technology, that is going to become a commodity, and that's going to bring a lot of value back to those poor families. So, you know, I am very excited of what you know. We are all together building on this technology and how you know it could change our financial system. There is something that you know, when I was studying economy, no one told me that it was wrong to have fifty percent of the human population under the poverty line and without access to the financial system. It was just there. Uh, and now I believe it can be changed and I think it should be changed. And we are doing our best in order to, to contribute to that to that change.
0: Okay. Excellent. Do you um do you see that the Bitcoin blockchain network and the mining is it robust enough? Is you know I know there's arguments about the block size and the time it takes to do transactions. Is this going to affect your ability to peg to the to the blockchain? And do you think if um a whole rush of uh, transactions and use comes to the blockchain that it's going to be overwhelmed or it will be able to function properly?
1: Well, you know. I, I think blockchain technology and, and it's still in its infancy, no? and, and there's a lot of uncertainty and things that need to be overcome. And but I believe they will definitely be overcome and, and, and addressed properly. Uh, so you know the, the whole uh, block size debate and how to scale Bitcoin uh, could potentially be solved with side chains. You know there is probably no need for Bitcoin to scale too much. Uh, you know, uh, we, in the same way that we do not use a security track to pay uh, our bill in a, in a bar, we might not need to use Bitcoin for every single small transaction. You know, Bitcoin needs to be the store of value and needs to be, you know, the main blockchain where all the other technologies are pegged. But then probably the the... Scaling of that technology is going to come through new layers built on top of Bitcoin. The same way we're building uh, RSK, and then we could see a Lightning Network on top of Bitcoin as well. And that is what's going to give us the real scalability in order to reach, you know, thousands of transactions per second. We don't need that from Bitcoin. Uh, but the good and bad thing about The blockchain protocol and and Bitcoin technology is, you know, uh, it's based on democracy and and a consensus basis. So, you know, uh, consensus is not easy, uh, especially when there are not perfect answers and, and, you know, people might have different opinions. Uh, But I see that overall and because of the way that Bitcoin has been built and the economic incentives, uh, we all want the same. We all want Bitcoin to be extremely successful. There are different you know, differences in opinions and how it should be done, and I'm confident that you know in the in the midterm we're gonna get uh, together into agreement and we're gonna move forward. Uh, but um, you know, I think this is perfectly natural. It's it's, it's, an, it's a very early stage in this okay. technology. It's evolving. Uh, the the Transactions are growing nonstop, the user space is, is growing nonstop, the technology and the innovation that is being built around Bitcoin is growing nonstop, and this is what is going to drive the success of the technology overall in the future.
0: All right. Makes sense. So what are some of the, um, the use cases that, that um, RSK's system can, can do? What are you seeing people using it for right now? Okay, so,
1: yeah, basically, you know, on RSK, as it, as it is a Turing-Complete platform, you can program any solution you want. could be used quick, for quick any, question. any... Quick,
0: quick question. What does Turing-Complete mean? I know the Turing okay. test, you know, you, you receive a machine response yeah. like a human, but what, is, what does Turing-Complete mean?
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's worth uh, explaining because we use it all the time, and people might might not understand what it means. Um, so Turing complete means that the Bitcoin, that the blockchain of RSK has memory and uh, recursivity. So you know the, the Bitcoin blockchain was created eight years ago, and it is very robust. it does not have memory so it is like doria from the nemo movie every time it executes a transaction it's like the first time it's doing it
0: so the
1: problem with this is that you cannot program business rules because you you cannot write an if clause if something happens to something else because you know that the the bitcoin blockchain doesn't have any memory uh what what the Solidity language and the you know, Ethereum virtual machine has allowed, it's a different kind of blockchain, uh, way more uh, programmable, that is exactly in the same way that the RSK blockchain operates. So on RSK, you can program any kind of, so- of solution to business rules. You can program escrows, you can program uh, you know, um, programs that control uh, wallets on self-driven cars. And you can promote the internet of value and internet of things. And you can program
0: a whole system
1: to promote financial inclusion on a system that is 95% automated. And so this is Turing complete. Basically, that, that you can not only uh, you know do I- instant transactions and send value. Uh, from one place to another, but also you can program business rules on top of that blockchain.
0: Okay, that's fantastic. Thanks.
1: Okay, and, and so, so is- with this with this clarification, I mean, what kind of use cases uh, can we yeah. expect from RSK? Um, anything you can dream of. There are some that we are in particular uh, interest and in, we are trying to promote. Which are the ones that you know could bring really positive, transformative uh, effects on our society. So we expect um, the internet, the Internet of Things, to be built around RSK. We actually already have a company that is developing doors that can be opened through you know uh, tokens in our in our blockchain. That's already working. There's a video online that that shows how it works and. Uh, we expect uh, all kind of uh, rewards and mild solutions to be built on, on tokenized uh, solutions Top RSK. Um, we expect digital ID and direct democracies to be built on RSK. Uh, this technology could, could really put back on the hands of the people the you know, important decisions uh, that we take on, on a political. Uh, standpoint on basis for instance uh a use case that I really like is that instead of voting for a uh, for president uh, or for governor, you could just give your vote on economic decisions to candidate a you can give your vote on political decisions to candidate b you can uh, give your vote on human rights to candidate c and they will just vote. Based on the number of votes they have in their wallet, and you know, every month or every six months, you can reassess whether you're happy on how this particular candidate is voting for you on, this, on that specific subject, and if you're not happy, you just take that vote from that candidate yeah. to someone else. I I really like that idea. I don't like the fact that we you know give full power to politicians. Uh, you know get this uh, get this to, to become corrupt because they, they right. just have too much power. So you know this is an is a use case that I really expect to be developed over our scale. And definitely the one uh, that we are most excited about is the potential of financial inclusion. As I said before, in the emerging markets the percentage of unbanked population is over sixty percent uh, that population is extremely poor and, and do not have uh, a way to, to come out from this uh, poverty circle.
0: And yeah, why? Um, there is why a, are so many yeah. people unbanked? Is it because of it costs too much to have a bank account, or the transaction fees, or is it a lack of ID? You know, what are the reasons you see in, let's say, particularly in Latin America?
1: It's, it's a mix. It's a mix of all of the above, but I would say you know, the the most important uh, thing is that, you know, the banks do not find a way to make money out of that part of the population. So, you know, banks just are driven to do business where they can make profit. And uh, with, you know, smart contracts, you can have financial systems that are 95% automated, which would allow banks and fintechs and everybody who wants to participate to make a profitable business on lending, you know, very small amounts to a huge amount of people. Uh, so, we we definitely expect that to happen very soon in the next couple of years, and that's going to have a very important
0: transformative uh, effect on the emerging market. What do you think is the number one thing that's going to help more people become bankable? giving the banks the ability, like you said, to make a small amount from far more people? Or is there going to be some other aspect of it that does it? You know, if you, I know there's multiple factors, but of the factors, what do you think that no, you think know, blockchain the most technology will solve?
1: I think the most important factor a factor, is competition. You know, uh, what the Internet of Value will bring is the possibility that two kids in a garage uh, can build the next global bank or the next global insurance company. So you know, competition drives uh, prices down, drives costs down, and increase innovation. Uh, what we think our technology in RSK will contribute uh, is to to reduce the barriers of entry uh, for everybody and for the whole. You know, uh, list of entrepreneurs in the world and all the innovation of the planet to start building more efficient uh, financial services, services for the poor. So, you know, this plus the fact that a billion people we have, you know, poor people will have a smartphone with access to the internet in the next three years, I think are the key to promote this this kind of uh, broader access to financial services. Okay.
0: Um, where is RSA in its development? Are people actually, are customers using it? Um, and are there certain use cases that are live and being used right now? Or is most of it still in the very early development stage? No.
1: So if, if you see, we in, in early November, we announced the release of the numeric version of the platform. That's its uh, testnet. So we currently have our testnet up and running. It's a two-way peg is working against the Bitcoin testnet. And we have several global partners already testing their solutions on, on RSK. Uh, the platform will continue on its testnet uh, phase until May next year. In May 2017, we will release our public uh, version of the platform. We will release the code open source. and you know the platform will start uh, working against the Bitcoin mainnet. Um, wow! So anyone, anyone listening to this post, the blog, blog post that would like to uh, have access to the network needs to write us an email, contact us, and, and request for you know specific access to the platform. We are opening it to several partners that want to test their 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 technology, their solutions, uh, and. And all the rest will be able to access, uh, freely to the platform since uh, May next year. The only reason why we are still on, on a testing phase is because we are, you know, going through a very thorough uh, security audit in order to make sure that whenever the platform is open to the public, uh, right. it's extremely secure. And also we are working with 70 to 80% of the Bitcoin uh, hashing power and the Bitcoin mining network in order to you know implement the merge mining plugins. Uh, so we expect to launch uh, next year in May with more than fifty percent of the Bitcoin hashing network already merge mining and complete the remaining fifty percent in the months that follow.
0: Okay. Um what how specifically can people that want to use your platform contact you? Website, email, what's the best way and in- what are the specific emails and URLs to go to? Uh, you can
1: you can you can write us to info at rsk.co, uh, or just go to the website www.rsk.co and click the the contact uh, button, uh, or you can contact us through uh, Twitter. It's rsk smart. Uh, or our Facebook uh, website. So there are, there are several ways to, to contact us. Um, okay. Any of them
0: will, will, make it, will make it. Yeah. My last question is, what do you think is going to happen between Ethereum and Bitcoin and blockchains? You know, both now will be essentially competing in the smart contract realm. You know, who will win, who will lose, or do you think they'll just end up doing different use cases, and one will be better at one than the other?
1: Yeah, that, that's a very good question, and, and and it's a question that we get asked a lot. Um, as I said before, our main goal and the reason why we're building this platform is to transform our society, right? We've been living in a world where, as I said before, 50% of the population is unbanked and outside of the system, and this is the part of the population that is growing the fastest. Um, we see Ethereum and all other smart contract platforms as the peers. We understand that they, in the same way that we're doing, we're all you know, pulling in the same direction in order to transform our society and our financial system. Uh, There's so many things to be done that we need as much help as possible. Uh, and that's the reason why we do not see you know, a, a Bitcoin versus Ethereum versus any other cryptocurrency? We we just we are very happy to have some of the brightest minds in the, in the planet working in the ecosystem. Uh, We're happy to see even more and more people getting involved. Uh, the the market sizes uh, that we are talking about of the you know potential industries that could be disrupted, disrupted with this technology so large, there is definitely going to be room for for everybody, which is. You know, um, we see them as, as peers. We have very good relationship with them. Uh, we're working very close with Ethereum developers. And, and actually, the reason why we made RSK fully compatible with Ethereum is that we want everything that is being developed on the smart contract ecosystem to be fully compatible and, and to set up a standard so people can, can develop and work it and then decide whether they want to run their solution on on the mining network of uh, Ethereum or on the Bitcoin mining network or they're going to proof of stake. You know, it's good that they have options on different, you know, securities, uh, but that everything is compatible. And when you, when you write a solution, you can, you know, then decide. Uh, it's like having a flex car, you know. So we, we don't see them as competition. We, we admire what they've done. Uh, We work very close to them. We just think, you know, uh, for some particular use cases, uh, you're going to need the most robust network uh, available, and that's the Bitcoin network. Uh, But we definitely see that there's room for everybody, and and especially we need to collaborate if we want to transform our society.
0: Very good. I I love the spirit of many of the uh, people involved in blockchain. Very similar to your spirit, you know, looking forward, community, uh, wanting to do great things. So I, you know, I really appreciate your time doing this interview. Um, anything I should have asked you that I left out that you want to talk about?
1: Um, no, I just want to thank you for for the opportunity to participate in the in the podcast. And and this thing that you just mentioned about the spirit and how we're planning to build things, uh, I think it's related to the fact that you know we're definitely trying to. To change uh, the world we're living in, and for that reason, we, we're forced to do things differently. You know, if we just, you know, uh, are measured by the same rules and, and, and we work in the same way that you know the traditional financial system, only looking for profit, has done in the past, then we're really not going to change anything. So I think the spirit is it's is a key part, and, and you know, needs to be working alongside with the technology in order to really make a difference.